Hi there, and welcome to MoslerCast. This podcast series aims to provide relevant and realistic exam preparation for medical school clinical finals. The episode will feature a clinical scenario followed by a seven-minute example history. Finally, as with the Mosler exam, there will be six minutes of discussion with opportunities for you to pause the recording and test your knowledge. If you'd like a full guide on how to get the most out of these podcasts, check out our Mosler guide track. These cases are based on real examinations and are written by doctors with experience of Moslers. Enjoy and best of luck. You are a junior doctor working in A&E. Arthur is a 60-year-old gentleman who has presented with a painful knee. His regular medication includes simvastatin, 40 milligrams once nightly, aspirin, 75 milligrams once daily, fruzamide, 40 milligrams twice daily, bisoprolol, 2.5 milligrams once daily. Please take a history from Arthur. You will then be asked to discuss the case with the examiner. Hi Arthur, my name's Sarah. I'm one of the final, I mean junior doctors working in A&E today. I've come to have a chat with you about what's brought you into hospital if that's alright. No problem. So I understand you've had some pain. Aye, I wouldn't usually waste your time. I know how busy this A&E lark is. I'm a big fan of NHS. But my knee's been giving me jip all day. Can you tell me some more about that? Well, it all started five days ago when I noticed my right knee were much more painful than normal. At first I just thought it was my arthritis playing up. But when I woke up the next day, I noticed it were much more swollen than normal. Like a melon. I see. Where exactly does it hurt? Oh, right over at Frontier. And how would you describe the pain? Reet bad. Oh, sorry, I mean, is it sharp, dull? Oh, like a stabbing pain, with a reet big knife, you know. Oh, it's gone all red, too. Red? Did you notice that with the pain? Aye. And is it hot at all? Oh, now that you mention it, it is piping hot, all right. Okay. And if you were to give it a score out of 10, where 0 out of 10 is no pain at all and 10 out of 10 is the worst pain ever, where would you score it? A good 8, bonnie lass. Okay, so just to summarise what you've told me so far, you've had severe 8 out of 10 right knee pain for 5 days. It's red and hot to touch. That's right. Have you had any trauma to your knee? Banged it? Nah. About a week ago I had one of them injections, mind, to help with arthritis. Steroids, I think. Like them bodybuilders, you know. (laughs) Okay, and is there anything you're particularly concerned about? Well, it's getting in the way of sleeping, you know, and stopping me getting about. I haven't actually been out of house in the last three days, which is unusual for me. I mean, most nights I go to the pub with my mates. I love a pint of salt air blonde. Or for that matter, an ice glass of Chateau de Chasselet. Right. But but walking's re hard. I mean, I felt that side of things had been getting much better, you know. I saw the heart doctor up my pills, and my breathing's been feeling re better for it. Okay, okay. Well, we can go into more detail about that later. I've got a few more questions, if that's okay. 
I'm going to move on now and talk about your other medical problems. Aye, Bonnie lad. What other health problems do you have, sir? A dicky heart. You know, it's big. That's what the doc says. There's a bit of wear and tear in my knees too. It started in my hips, actually. But that's another story. What else? Uh, ah, bayek, yeah. High blood pressure, which I don't feel anything from, you know. And I had a heart attack last year. Must have been seeing Yorkshire win the county championship, eh? My wife's always pestering me to lose weight since that happened. Okay, and do you have a family history of any medical problems? Uh, heart disease, no tells. That's good. And I've got a list of your medications here. So, statin, aspirin, fruzamide and bisoprolol. Is there anything else? <sighs> That's enough to be going on with, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Just checking. Are you allergic to anything, sir? Spending brass. <laughs> Only joking. And uh, I don't have any allergies. Okay. And just to finish off, who lives at home? Me wife and son. I had to retire after the heart attack as my job were too stressful. Used to be the manager of Amber Taxes, you know. But they all decided that it was just too much strain on my heart. And do you manage okay at home? Oh, aye. Tw wife does most at shopping and cooking. I'm slow to get about. What wit at breathing and to arthritis. But I manage just fine. Oh, that's another thing. I'm an ex-smoker. Stopped the day of the heart attack. Never smoked once since. Well, that's good. And you mentioned alcohol before. Aye, three to four pints a night, which I know is probably too much, but going to pub with lads is what I live for. I'll never give that up. OK, well, thanks for speaking to me, Arthur. I think we've just about run out of time. I'm going to ask some questions now. To start, can you summarise your history, please? Certainly. This is Arthur, a 60-year-old gentleman presenting with a five-day history of painful, hot right knee. He has a background of ischemic heart disease, heart failure and osteoarthritis. There is no recent trauma or surgery to the knee, although he did receive a steroid injection just before the problem started. He is an ex-smoker with significant alcohol intake. OK. Please can you tell me your differential diagnosis for this gentleman? So my top differential for this patient would be gout, given his risk factors and current medication. However, given the recent steroid injection to the joint, it would be important to rule out septic arthritis as well. Septic arthritis is the first thing you want to rule out in a hot and swollen joint. You've mentioned risk factors for gout. What are they? So he's got multiple risk factors for gout. These include his age, his gender, his high BMI, comorbidities such as cardiovascular disease and medications such as the diuretics he's taking. And what is the difference between gout and pseudogout? Gout and pseudogout are the two most common crystal-induced arthropathies. Gout is caused by urate crystals, whereas pseudogout is caused by calcium pyrophosphate crystals. Anything else? Gout and pseudogout affect different joints. Roughly half of all gout cases are in the big toe, and other common sites include the heel, fingertips or wrist. However, pseudogout most frequently affects the knee, like in this case. And if you were to aspirate a gouty joint, what could you tell me about the sample? Um, I'm not sure what you mean. Can you repeat the question, please? 
In gout, what can you tell me about the bifringence of the crystals? Oh, they're negatively bifringent and positively bifringent in pseudogout. Good. How would you manage gout? From a conservative point of view, I would like to encourage lifestyle modifications, such as losing weight. This would help to prevent future attacks. No, no. I mean, what about the management of an acute episode? Well, medically NSAIDs are used to manage pain and settle inflammation. If this doesn't work, then colchicine can be used. Colchicine is also used in patients with renal disease who can't take NSAIDs. Resting, raising and cooling the limb can help with symptoms. You mentioned septic arthritis as an important differential. Can you tell me how you might manage that? So, I would assess the patient with an ABCDE approach before managing them with the sepsis 6 pathway. And what does that comprise of? IV fluids, broad-spectrum antibiotics, high-flow oxygen, blood cultures, monitoring fluid balance and measuring serum lactate. And what else would you want to do? I would request senior support, ideally from the orthopaedic registrar, and involve a rheumatologist. It would be important to aspirate the knee to culture the fluid and to confirm the diagnosis. They might also require surgery to wash out and debride the joint. Longer term, they would need input from the multidisciplinary team, including physiotherapy and occupational therapy. And how might the management of pseudogout differ? So colchicine or allopurinol are unlikely to have any effect in pseudogout. The main focus of medical management is oral NSAIDs and possibly intraarticular steroids. MoslaCast is created by MediSense. You can find more ways to learn differently on our website www.medisense.org.uk Thanks for listening.